Hello and welcome beautiful people to my Poetically Saved journey where I'll be sharing testimonies, truths, and teachings of God. I hope to encourage, inspire, and connect with you as we spend time with God. So for those of you that have been a part of this Poetically Saved family, welcome back. I'm glad that you guys have been sticking with me, even though I have not been posting as consistently as I would like to. Um, It's been definitely a rough couple of weeks for sure but a rough couple of months for those of you if it's your first time listening in I'm so glad that you decided to listen in on this podcast um and welcome to the poetically saved family I really hope that this is a blessing to you I really hope that it it encourages you or it, it inspires you or you can relate to whatever it is that you know I'm talking about today I just really hope that it blesses you um and I hope that You enjoy it so much that you continue to come back for more. So, um, before I get started, of course, I always start, for those of you that are new, I always start with um, the verse of the day, and then I go into a prayer. And then, you know, I start with whatever topic it is that I'm talking about. So, the verse of the day today is Romans 8, um, 38 and 39. If you hear some noise in the background, it's me uh, getting my Bible because I'm reading from the physical Bible today instead of the Bible app like I usually do. But again, the verse of the day is Romans 8, 38 through 39, and I'm reading from the NIV version. And it says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. All right, so now I'm going to go ahead and pray. So go ahead and get into your prayer posture as we come before the Lord together. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day that you have blessed us with, Lord, whether it is the start of um, whoever is listening their day or whether it's the end of their day lord jesus i just pray that all in all that they are blessed and i know that you are protecting them and watching over them lord i pray that you use me in the way that you see fit lord jesus i pray that you use me in the way that you know those who are listening will will need to hear a word from you will need to hear an encouragement from you lord jesus whatever it is i just pray that it edifies them and i pray that it blesses them as much as it blesses me as well lord And I thank you that you are gathered here with us. You are present here. And I know that your presence is going to be felt not only within my heart and my spirit, but for those that are listening as well, Lord. In your holy and precious name we pray. Amen. So, I chose that verse for today because I have been, like I said, going through a lot Work has been a lot. For those that do not know, I'm a teacher. I'm a high school English teacher. Work has been a lot because I have been physically going back to work since August. And my students have been coming back face-to-face since um, since the beginning of October, the first week of October. Um, and it's just been a lot. It's, it's definitely been a toll doing virtual learning. And then now I have face-to-face students and, you know... Um, the stress of the job is is already a lot, but it's even worse when you're in the middle of a pandemic. I'm thankful to God, though, for the favor that he has shown me with my students. I have some really awesome students that genuinely know that I love them and care about them and genuinely love me back. So 
I'm very grateful for that. It's just been a lot. Um, there's also a tragic loss um, last week as well that I experienced, which was gut-wrenching. And I'm still, uh, it's hard for me to try to even fathom the idea of this person being gone because it's just kind of like, I don't want to believe it, but it this this is just the reality of life. But I find peace in knowing that this person um, is, is in a better place, that they're, they're with God because they had faith in God and they had a relationship with God. It's still difficult, though. And so um, this came to me, this idea for my podcast came to me like a few weeks ago because, again, it's not that I haven't wanted to do my podcast. I really enjoy doing it. Like I tell you guys, like this is cathartic for me. This is helpful to me. Like all the stuff that I talk to you guys about is stuff that, you know, the Holy Spirit has brought to my attention so that I can, you know, be reminded of these things or learn these things for myself. And so when I share them with you guys, like it's not like it's stuff that I currently am not going through or stuff that the Holy Spirit isn't, you know, trying to work in me or teach me about like we're we're all learning it or we're all, you know, being reminded of this together. It's just that, you know, as we all know, life sometimes can be a lot and we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Um <clears throat> which is definitely a toll within itself. So like 2020 has just been a doozy of a year. Like to, that's just to say it in the nicest way possible. But the Holy Spirit gave me this idea and it's going to kind of be like a, a mini series within my podcast. It's going to be called um, Just Me, You and God. So this idea came to me because for most of you that have been listening to my podcast or if you listen to any, um, even if you only listen to one previously, you know that usually I have a certain topic and then I include verses, like I include scripture, you know, as well um, as I'm talking about like the topic as I'm talking about different things within um, or different subtopics pertaining to it. Um, but it just came to me that quite often when I'm just talking to people in, you know, just, just everyday life, like talking to coworkers, talking to my mom, talking to my friend, um, that a lot of the things that I'm, I'm saying, I'm like, these are things that I could just be saying on my podcast. Like, you know, like all the things that I'm speaking about are things that I could be speaking about to the people that are listening on my podcast, because these things are, you know, the stuff that I, I say, um, is it's it's some really good stuff and of course again this these things come from God it's not me but the things that I you know like talk about again like discussion just about everyday life or just things that I think about and I'm like you know what that that would be a really good idea Holy Spirit to just have a topic just me you and God where it literally is just me and you whoever's listening and God and as it's as if we're all just just the three of us having a conversation. And just talking about life. And so that's that's what I'm going to start doing from time to time. And that's what I'm going to be doing today. Is just having a conversation about the things that I've just been thinking about. And even like the way that God has just been talking to me as well. Um, first and foremost. Uh, I don't even know where to really start because it's like there's so many different things that I have on my mind and I guess I'll start with where I was at this morning uh, mentally like when I woke up like yesterday I wasn't my best like yesterday I was trying to be as cheerful and as joyful as possible um 
and for the most part, I think I think that I was the enemy tried to use some things to come up against me, some small things. You know, the the it's the little foxes that ruin the the vineyard. So he was trying to come in and you know have me feeling negatively. And yesterday was my last day before Thanksgiving break. We have the whole week off next week, and so you know. I was in the state where I was like, okay, God, like, I made it through this week. I know that today is going to be a blessed day. Like, every day is a blessed day. Like, help me just stay focused on you. And he was trying to do things like how he normally does because, you know, the devil is a bum. Um, He's a loser. He has nothing better to do with his time. So um, I I didn't let it get to me. Um, And towards the end of the day, you know, like a a really beautiful moment happened with, with me and a student, you know, um, and it just, it constantly, like, like, these things constantly happen with me and my students as well, where, you know, they, they feel vulnerable and comfortable to share things with me and just talk to me, and I know that 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 is just God right there, and I'm grateful for how God is using me, and so, overall, it was a, it was a pretty good day, and, you know, I was kind of disappointed, though, after I left work, because I was expecting God to do something. I was expecting God to to make good on his promise. I'm going to keep it a, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Okay? Um I I've always known that I was going to get married and have children. Like that has always been a desire within my heart, and I know that that desire is placed within my heart from God. And so, you know, um a few years back, 2018 to be specific, um that that promise of of marriage you know was was spoken over me through um through a prophet who is I mentioned her before but she is you know a family friend and over these past couple of years you know I've I've grown really close with her and I see her as a spiritual mother you know as a, as a mentor as well and so you know she spoke this this word of marriage over me like she you know it was it was confirmed Um, you know, God was speaking through her, of course, because that's what a prophet is, just speaking, um, what God tells them. And so, you know, that, that encouraged me and I was like, okay, God, you know, I had this, this desire in my heart to get married. Um, and I wasn't really quite sure if marriage was for me, like, cause I know that some people don't get married. Like some people are just, you know, they're not meant to get married. Um, like for instance, Paul in the Bible, Paul was not married and, you know, Paul, still lived in his purpose like he still walked in his purpose and he fulfilled it before he left this earth and so some people aren't called to marriage and so I at that point in my life I was like I have been single for a while um I have been single for probably about two years at that time and not really dating you know I was I was trying like I for the beginning part of those two years I was just focused on growing in God and just you know, basically having him prune me because I knew some things that I was like, okay, God, these things can't go with me in into my next relationship, you know, and I'm hoping that my next relationship is going to be with my husband. These things can't go with me like this baggage got to go. So I was dedicating that time for for that reason, for that purpose. And God definitely was doing a work in me in that time. And I was like, I was grateful for it. And then I felt like towards the end of what was that 2018 I was like okay God I believe that you know I'm ready to you know start dating or whatever um I'm open to it now so that you know I can finally meet my my husband and shortly after I got to that point is when she shared that word with me and so it kind of it was encouraging like okay God you know it's not just me 
you know, you, you want marriage for me the same way that I want marriage for myself. So cool. And so, uh, shortly after that, like, you know, I tried like the whole dating thing. It didn't really work out. Um, and shortly after that, I realized why it didn't work out because my husband was not in the place that I was in at the time, which was Columbia, South Carolina. That's where I'm from. And I currently live in Atlanta now. This is where God has sent me to teach. And so uh, the Holy Spirit, you know, revealed to me that my husband was not in Columbia. He was in Atlanta. And so at that point, I was like, okay, well, there's no point in me even trying to date here because there'd just be a waste of my time. I'm just going to wait until I get to Atlanta, whenever that is. And I came to that revelation or I received that revelation in the spring of like 2019. And so I didn't actually move to Atlanta until the spring of 2020, until this this year um, in February. And then, of course, everything happened with this whole pandemic and blah, 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 blah. But I was just like, I was still encouraged because this word of marriage, this promise of marriage kept getting spoken over me over and over again. Like last year, I heard it from the same person. And, you know, I also heard it from different people of God as well, just confirming it as well. And, you know, I was very hopeful and I was very excited. I was like, oh, I knew it was coming. And then... Um, and then I moved to Atlanta and then, you know, this whole thing again happened with this pandemic and I was like, uh, God, you know, I don't know if it's going to happen, but I was still hearing, she was still speaking this word to me, like it's going to happen. And she was even giving me details about just different things as well as it pertains to like my marriage and my husband. And I was like, okay. So it encouraged me. And I was like, of course, because God is is bigger than time he's bigger than circumstances like these things a pandemic can't stop um what god has for us if anything you know like god knew about this pandemic happening god knew exactly what's going to happen in 2020 and it's not confusing to him it's not like he doesn't know what to do next or what's going to happen so i was like you're right i'm gonna i'm gonna be encouraged and you know i'm gonna be like ruth you know you know, us save sisters, we love being like, I'm going to be just like Ruth. And I'm just going to, you know, because Ruth was minding her business. Ruth was minding her business when Boaz found her. Okay. Boaz was looking for her. Because she was doing the Lord's work. And I I know for a fact that I, I was doing the Lord's work at the time. I was doing, I've been doing the Lord's work. Um. Even when I was in college and, you know, I was like, I was being a lukewarm Christian, you know, even then I was still, I was still in my purpose because my purpose, a part of my purpose is being a teacher and this is what I'm doing right now. So I know I was still in my purpose even then, but you know, sidetrack. But anyway, so I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to continue to be my purpose. You know, I'm going to be just like Ruth's girl, you know, just doing my thing, working hard for the Lord doing things in excellence excellence until my heavenly father hallelujah and you know Boaz is just gonna stumble across me and you know I don't know about the the saved brothers but for my saved sisters I'm sure especially if you have been single for a little minute I'm sure you have heard like I have heard um the advice where they say like oh when you're um when you're really, really focused on God and then, you know, you're not even thinking about marriage anymore. It's not even on your mind anymore. It's in, like, that's when all of a sudden it's going to happen. That's when, you know, you're, you're going to be blessed with your husband. That's when you're going to just bump into him at Whole Foods. 
that's when you know it's just gonna it's, it's gonna happen like that like you just don't think about marriage don't even look at marriage don't even think about your husband just think about God and just just God only and just do what God tells you and that's when it's gonna happen and that's literally like I've, I've come to the realization that that's like the worst advice ever because um no like what no why would God tell us to not want what he like the the desire he placed within our heart why would he tell us to not be hopeful for it like why like i'm just confused like that's that's literally you know like what faith is like like, when you have faith you're hoping um you like your hope is in things that that are unseen so to tell us to to tell single women like oh don't hope for it you know don't don't be hopeful or excited for it is not anything healthy to do um because if anything that's that's just like what the enemy wants because he doesn't want um godly marriages and i was just talking to um a coworker about this actually about godly marriages and just about how you know um it's not a coincidence that I don't know about other countries, but here in America, that the divorce rate, I believe last time I checked, is like 51%. So that means a little over half of every marriage ends in divorce. And that's a big deal because God, God created marriage. God loves marriage. You know, there are a lot of things that, that God loves, but, you know, God, God loves the, the, the union of man and woman coming together um, you know, and, and becoming one being, becoming one, one mind, what, like, you know, one spirit being joined together in a covenant because covenant is very important to God as well. As you know, God, um, you know, when, when God promises a covenant, he's, he is, is going to happen with anything, anything that God says, of course, is going to happen. But, you know, when God, um, when God makes a covenant, with his people it's it's serious to him like that is it's serious business like he's he is going to do it come hella high water it's gonna happen so the enemy doesn't want godly marriages because when you're walking as a single person and you're walking in your purpose you're you're powerful like you are powerful but then when you come together with your your kingdom spouse and you have a kingdom marriage the two of you guys together is like is double powerful like unstoppable two of you guys together and so with that being said it's not it's it's not a surprise that you know a lot of people are like oh I don't even want to get married or that it's a lot of people that you know are having children outside of marriage and they're you know like they're buying houses and with their boyfriend or girlfriend or like like with their fiance and their children but they're not married and it's no judgment at all like it's no judgment whatsoever it's just the fact of the matter is is that god wants us to be within a covenant marriage and god wants us and our kingdom spouse to be in a covenant marriage um and to have of course first and first and foremost excuse me is to have him be the the foundation of it as well and so I was really just like, okay, God, I know that I've been walking in my purpose. I know that I've been doing all you have called me to do. Like, I've had my seasons of waiting, my seasons of being in obscurity, my seasons of being tested and tried by fire and literally, like, refined and purified, coming out better than I went in. I'm like, okay, God, like, I'm sure I'm going to meet my husband. 
And again, I moved here in February. It's November. <coughs> Excuse me, November 21st to be exact. And um, yet and still, <coughs> Boaz ain't found me yet. Please excuse my coffee, coughing. Boaz ain't found me yet. And, you know, I have some, some, um, I won't really call them friends, but godly women in my life who, you know, I talk to from time to time. And, you know, like, they're like, oh, well, you know, girl, you, you got to get out more. Like, you know, how he going to find you if you hiding? You know, they say that he who finds a good wife finds a good thing. But how he going to find you if you hiding? And, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Y'all are probably saying that this is so trifling that I'm literally coughing. I can't talk. That y'all can hear me and that I did not edit this out. And no, I do not edit my podcast. For those of you that did not know, it's raw and uncut. So whatever you hear, that's what you hear. <clears throat> so sorry. Anyways, so yeah, they're like, how how is he going to find you if you're always in the house? And I'm like, well, first of all, I did move here in the middle of a pandemic. and Or excuse me, I was here for a good month, a month and a half, maybe before everything shut down. And then everything was closed. It didn't open back up here till May. And I still was not trying to leave my house like that. Besides to go to the store. And I'm like, even when stuff opened up in the summer, I'm still, I was like, I'm not trying to do that. Because, again, you know, it's still a pandemic. And, yeah, we're, we're wearing masks or whatever. But I'm not about to be out here, like, you know, all the time just hanging out. Because that's dangerous. And so, I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Um, we're just hearing, oh, well, I won't say I'm currently, cause I was in the past. I was just overhearing that. So I was just like, you know what, guy, it just, I'm at a point now where it's like, it is what it is. Like I got back to a point where I was just, I was very much so content with being single and marriage was on my mind, but it wasn't at the forefront of my mind. And yes, I was still hopeful for it, but my main focus was God. And then, you know, just, just doing my job well. Then the summer came, and, you know, um, I was hopeful then. I'm not going to lie. I was like, okay, so it's going to happen soon, hopefully. Summer came and went, and it did not happen. And then in August, I remember I had a dream towards the end of August. Um, This was probably about a week before school started back up again. And um, in the dream, it was vivid, clear as day. I saw my husband. Um, and I saw, you know, like I, I saw the location that we were in, but I didn't quite know if that meant like, oh, I'm going to meet him at this location or I'm going to meet him someplace else. But God is just, you know, using this place, you know, dreams are just like dreams, especially the ones that God gives you. You got to really talk to the Holy Spirit about what certain things mean, because it might not be so literal. And so... So yeah, I had this dream and it was it was vivid and I've seen my husband in my dreams before. Like I've seen him in my dreams. But every time I wake up, I forget how he looks. Like I I know his how I know his features and things like that cuz he's been described to me before multiple times and also like I've seen him in a dream or whatever. So I know the basics, but it's like his face, I could not picture his face to save my life. After I woke up from these dreams and I'm like, God, like, why is you teasing me like this? 
It's like, you keep on giving me these, these little taste test samples like we at daggone Costco. And I'm trying to get the, the, the whole thing, bruh. I'm not trying to keep on doing these little, these little you know, sample sizes or whatever. I'm a grown woman. I ain't got time for these little sample sizes. Um, And so, yeah, the dream was vivid. It was clear as day. Like, I saw his face clear as day. And I could, I'm picturing his face right now as I speak about it. But God woke me up out of my sleep, like, so abruptly where I jumped up out of my sleep. Like, and I was sitting upright. Like, as soon as I was getting closer to him, uh, and close, like, uh, maybe a couple of feet away from him, God woke me up, like, uh, so abruptly. I've never woken up like that a day in my life. Like, you know how you wake up from a dream that's scary or that you just, like, that you don't like, like, you're falling or whatever, and you wake up and you jump, but you're still laying down? No, God was like, "Uh uh-uh, sis, sit all the way up. And, again, that was in August, and then shortly after, you know, I heard again, like, oh, that means, like, oh, that means you are going to meet your husband soon. He's so close, you can touch him. This was in September. We're in November. And I, these past few months, I've gone through these, through these moments of being, like, like, right after that dream happened, right after, you know, she told me, like, yeah, like, because I had a feeling that that was what it meant, but she just confirmed it. And I was like, okay, cool, guys. So I was, like, super excited. Like, you know, I was just like, oh, I'll make sure that I look nice, you know, blah, blah, blah. Got my little, I mean, I always look nice. Don't get it twisted, period. But I was like, let me make sure, for sure, for sure, because, you know, at any point, Boaz, <laughs> Boaz gonna come find me. I'm gonna be like, hey, how you doing? Like, you see the fit? You see me? So, tell you this to say, that I was doing this, and I was excited about it, and then after about a month, I was kind of over it, because I was just like, okay, God, like, you said soon, he close enough, I can touch him, like, how close is close to you, how soon is soon to you, because it's been a month, and still, still nothing, so at this point, I'm in October, and I'm just like, man, I kind of got discouraged, and I was just like, man, okay, God, I know that it's going to happen, but I'm not, I'm not going to be so hopeful for it anymore, I'm not going to be, um, super excited about it because it's just like I got super excited and I was like you know I was happy like that it was gonna happen soon just for me to have to be like keep on waiting even longer and I know you're probably like girl it's only a month and a half like stop being impatient but it's like you know imagine hearing the same like prophecy over your life um you know quite often for two years and then you know you, you finally have a dream and mind you, like that, that this this prophecy, like you, you have been waiting on it. You haven't been, of course, anxious over it. And you haven't been trying to rush it, but you've been excited for it to happen because you know that it that it's going to happen. God has promised this to you, so you know that it's yours. So imagine having to hear this for two years, and you have this dream, and then you hear again, like, oh, it's it's coming soon, and then you're thinking, okay, soon is like you know right around the corner. Then a month passes, and then two months passes, and so now we're in October, and I was at the point where I was like, man, I was like, God, I don't even want to be excited for it anymore. I really got to a point where I was just like, I was asking God, like, God, just make me so focused on you that I, and, and focused on walking, walking in my purpose that I'm not focused on anything else, that I'm not even thinking about my, my um, husband or, you know, like, this marriage that, that you have in store for me. Like, I got to that point where I was just so discouraged, and it's like, um, and of course, God sent an on-time word, an on-time encouragement to me, and it was just like, it was just saying, to be encouraged, and to be excited, like, you know, to not, um, to not ask God to shift your focus, 
to something else to shift your focus um, only onto him because it's not a bad thing for your focus to only be on God but it is a bad thing like when you ask for your focus to only be on God and and you know um, you're not hoping for the things that are in store for you God wants us to hope for these things God wants us to hope for the things that he's placed in our heart if, if God told you hey I'm, I'm gonna bless you with the house God wants you to hope for it God doesn't want you to just be like okay thanks appreciate it I just you know I just not think about it not really care about it till it happens till it just pops up like no God wants us to be excited for all the things that he has in store for us because he's excited to give it to us kind of like you know, um, for those of you that are parents or for those of you um, who have parents who are raised like by your parents or guardians or, you know, whomever, when you ask them for something like for your birthday or for Christmas or whatever, and they know that you really, 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 really want it. I know that was a lot of really, that was being extra, but they know that you really want it. So when is that time like for them to give it to you? They're excited to, to give it to you. Like they're excited to make you happy. They're excited to fulfill this desire that you have. And I believe that that's the same way that God looks at the desires that we have. Like, he placed them in in our hearts for a reason. So he wants us to be hopeful for it. He wants us to be excited for it, to know that, hey, if God spoke it, it's going to happen. Like, God's word will not return to him empty or void. So I know it's going to happen, but I just let, you know, disappointment get the best of me. And, um... I had to be snapped out of that. I had to be reminded of, you know, how God works and about just most importantly who he is. And so God spoke it. It's, it's going to happen. It's going to come to pass. And so this past week, you know, I got um, encouragement on Tuesday morning to just, you know, um, it was it was a prophecy that was for me. That was definitely it was definitely for me. It was a word for me. And, you know, basically saying like what God has put me through. I don't want to say put me through like that in a bad way. But what God has allowed me to go through, how he's refined me, how I've been in the waiting season, it's my time now to receive the promises. It's my time to receive all that God has for me. But I have to speak it with authority and with faith. And I realized that I hadn't been doing that. Like, I pray and things like that, but I had not been speaking those things with authority and with faith. Like, God is going to happen. God is, I'm telling, telling God back to him his promises to me. I wasn't doing that. So I was like, okay, God. I was like, you're absolutely right. I'm going to do that. So I did that. And long story short, I was just like, I was speaking it. And I was like, I'm going to decree it. I'm going to declare it that I'm going to meet my husband this week. Now this was Tuesday morning. So I said, God, you know, you have until Friday. Not saying it in a way where I'm like demanding God. But I was just like, okay, God. Because I really was like, okay, you're telling me to, to decree a thing as if it is. And you're telling me the authority that you have given me and that I have the authority to speak these promises that you have given me. And marriage was that promise. And I'm just, I'm keeping a buck with you. I'm like, I'm ready to meet my husband already. I really am. Because I'm, I have, I beat myself up quite often where I'm like, oh, I haven't met him yet because it's things that I'm not doing right. I haven't met him yet because it's still, it's still things that I have to grow in. I haven't met him yet. Like I put it all on me where it's like, oh, like, what do I need to do? Like, how do I need to perform? And God reminds me, like, what are you talking about? I, you already know you don't have to perform anything to receive my blessings. Now, of course, certain blessings are, or certain promises are contingent upon us being obedient, us being faithful. 
you know, me being here in Atlanta was contingent upon me being faithful and obedient in my waiting season last year and waiting on God and, you know, adhering to what he spoke over my life, adhering to what he was telling me and not listening to other people. So this promise that I'm currently sitting in, that I'm currently living in, was contingent upon me being faithful and obedient. I believe that God still would have given it to me, um, but it probably would have taken longer and it probably like would have been an even harder journey than it had to be if I had just stayed obedient and faithful, which is I'm glad I did that. And so that's why I was like, okay, God, like maybe, you know, I haven't gotten it yet because there are certain things that I still have to work on. Then I received a word. I got a so on time every single time, like, Literally, I think it was that next day that I, after I was thinking about, like, okay, like, what else do I have to do? You know, I got a word that was like, hey, there's nothing else that you have to do. There's nothing else that, that you have to do. And there are some things, some healing has to happen in your marriage. There are some things that, that you have to grow in and that you can only grow in and heal from after you are in that marriage. So there's nothing left for you to do. There's nothing left for you to grow in right now because the the next phase or the season of like your next stage of growth is going to be within your marriage and I'm like okay God cool 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 and real cool and then you know it just it hasn't happened yet and so I've been trying not to be discouraged and things like that I've been trying not to be like disappointed and like sad over it and just that I am excited and it's like it's like it's like oh how how can I describe it how I'm feeling. It's like telling a kid, "Hey, I have a surprise for you. It's coming soon. Um, you're you're gonna really really love it. It's it's gonna it's gonna come really really soon. So you know, just just be ready for it because it'll be here. It's it'll it'll be here soon. But but just be patient. And that kid is like is over here thinking like, oh my gosh, like when is it gonna happen? If it's gonna happen soon, I'm so excited for it. Like I'm so ready. I'm so money. I want it so bad. Like it's gonna be fucker. Like that's that's what's going to happen and that's how I I equate how I've been feeling like I'm excited and I'm and I'm ready for it and I'm just yeah I'm just trying to stay focused on God of course and just stay encouraged in him and so I poured out all my feelings this morning to him because you know I said a whole lot. I had to give give y'all a little backstory about why I was disappointed yesterday. So that was a backstory. I did not meet him this week. Like I declared and decreed that I would. So I kind of got back into that mindset of being like disappointed and just kind of feeling like God, what else can I do? So I poured my heart out to God in my dear Abba journal, and I cried as I was pouring out my heart as well. And then I spent time with him reading my devotionals and reading my word. And literally the devotionals, every single devotional that I read and even the scripture that I read today, um, which was Psalms 13. Scripture, even the chapter that I read today, Psalm 13, literally spoke and, and answered everything that I was asking God. Like it, it answered all of the the like questions that I was just wondering about the things that I was just confused about and I was just like God like what is it like what's going on like please speak to me and I asked him to speak to me like and I said God when you speak to me I pray that I have an understanding that it's coming from you and I pray to receive that revelation from you and to know what to do with it and literally a few minutes later when I started started to read is when I was like okay God like you're you're speaking to me 
You're genuinely speaking to me. And it's like, I I needed that. I needed that more than anything. And it's like, sometimes we don't realize what we need until we actually get it from God. Sometimes we don't realize exactly what we need. We ask God, can you reveal this to me? Can you tell me this? Can you show me this? Like, you know, we ask him these questions and a lot of times we, we're not even sure what the answer is like we have we we know what we want the answer to be but sometimes the answer is not what we want it to be it's what we need it to be how he answered me is not how I wanted it to be it's not how I imagined it to be but it was exactly what I needed it to be and it it, it encouraged me and so I say all this to say that that God is 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 really is so good and it's important for us to stay focused on um, on what we have right now, on all the things that God has blessed us with right now, it's good to hope for the things that are in store for us. I'm not telling you not to hope. Please be hopeful, because sometimes hope is the only th- only thing that keeps you going. It's the only thing that keeps you pushing forward, because you're hoping in God. You're hoping in what He has spoken over you, what He has promised you. Like that's what's gonna keep you going during times when you just feel like. You're at your lowest of lows. And I say that from experience. Hope kept me going. And reflecting on the goodness and faithfulness of God kept me going as well. Remembering his goodness. Like, that was was also one of my, um, a part of my daily devotionals was just staying grateful for what you currently have. And when it's hard to keep on going, when you're feeling disappointment and frustration, remember all the things that he did for you in the past. Like remember his faithfulness and how he has blessed you in the past. And keep that at the forefront of your heart. Keep that at the forefront of your spirit so that you can say, okay, God, you 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 did this, 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 and this for me in the past. You showed me so much favor and grace and mercy and love and kindness and forgiveness you, you know, you work things out for me. You bless me exceeding and abundantly. Think back on those times and just remember those times and be like, okay, God, if you did that for me, then I know that you're going to make a way for me now. I know that things are going to work out for me now. It might look bleak. It might look as if like, you're like, God, how is this going to happen? How is this going to work out? I don't have the means right now. I don't know, you know, where to go. I don't know how to access what you're trying to give me but the thing is that when God promises you something the promise is going to come to pass and he's going to provide you with what you need in order to actually fulfill it God will never tell you to do something or promise or give you a promise of something before giving you the tools giving you all that you need in order to fulfill that promise or in order to do that thing that he's called you to do and so I had to just remind myself. Like, sometimes you got to just, like, remind yourself. And, of course, the Holy Spirit is, you know, the one that gave me these on-time words that have had me to stop and be like, you know what, Holy Spirit, you're right. Like, God has done so much for me. And God still does so much for me. God has delivered me from so much. And God has blessed me so much. I'm blessed even right now in this moment. And it's like, God has blessed me. In such beautiful ways right now. So I can only imagine 
how much more blessings he has in store for me. And of course, it's not about the blessings. It's not. A, it's not about that. At the same time, though, please know that as a child of God, God wants to bless you. God. God wants to. His word says that he wants to bless us exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or imagine. Like, the the things that you truly desire, the things that you really, really want, like the highest, biggest things you can think of, God wants even more for you than that. He really does, like, because he's your heavenly father. Like, he wants you to have a good life. He wants us to enjoy life. He wants us to have joy and peace but he wants us to have that joy and that peace in any circumstance no matter where we're at whether we're on the mountaintop or in the valley and of course it's easier said than done I of all people know this but I was thinking back earlier as I was was talking to my mom and telling her some of these things I was like you know I was reminded today that I have to choose joy and peace those things are available to us as God's children but if we don't accept it if we do not fully accept it then it's 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 just going to be sitting there collecting dust. That's like having a bag full of money in your closet but you don't spend it and and you're out here struggling like to to pay your bills. You're out here struggling just to make ends meet, but you have a whole bag of money in your closet that you just choose to not touch. It's available to you, you're just not accessing it. So in that same way, God's peace and his joy is available to us. But it's up to us to access it. We have to choose it every single day. The same way that you choose whether you're going to curse out this person who cut you off on the highway or pray for them. The the same way you choose whether you're going to stop in the morning um, and get coffee before work or just go straight to work. Like we make choices every single day. Like we make thousands of choices every single day. Literally. And the most important choice that we will make within a day is choosing God's peace and joy It's choosing to follow God It's choosing to listen to God It's choosing to be led by the Holy Spirit like when you choose God every single day and every single moment that's the best choice you'll ever make and of course we don't always choose God because we're human instead of you praying for that person that cuts you off you might you know say an expletive that you would not say in church or that you would not say in front of your parents. And God is not angry with you. God God knows that you had a moment of anger. You had a moment of frustration because we're imperfect human beings. And as long as you bring it to God and you repent for it, like, God, you know what? I know I was wrong. I shouldn't have cursed that person out. Or I shouldn't have gave them the finger. Or I shouldn't have, you know, said whatever I said about them. I shouldn't have done that and have a truly repentant and humble heart. God accepts that. God receives that. And he throws it into the sea of forgetfulness. It's it's forgotten. He's not going to keep on bringing it up and throwing it in your face. None of that. But it goes back to, you know, just, again, choice. And I'm saying this for myself as well. Like, today, when I read that, it encouraged me. And I had to just be reminded, like, yeah, you're right. I have a choice. And the most peace I've ever had in my life was last year during you know the months that I was out of work during the months that I was in my waiting season during the months where God had me in in obscurity and God was working in me and through me and God was telling me to wait and be patient and I didn't have a job and I still had bills to pay but I knew what God was speaking to me 
I had outside people, family, um, you know, just just saying like, oh, well, get a job, you know, blah, 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 blah. But I knew that I was going against God's word. And I said, God, I'm going to each day I have to choose you. And yes, there were days where I just where I cried. There were days where I wept to God. I'm just like, God, I feel like I'm being punished. Like I don't, I'm, you know, doing all that you called me to do. I'm still waiting. I don't know what's happening. You know, these bills are piling up. I have bill collectors calling me every single day. I don't have the money to pay these people. Like, and I can't tell them when it's gonna happen or where it's gonna. I don't. I don't have no information for these people to tell them when I'm gonna get a job. All I have. Is you, God, and the hope of the promise that that you have given me. And so every single day, I had to choose that. Every single day. And of course, like I said, I had my days where I was down, where I was sad, I cried. But God understands that. God knows that we're human. But I can genuinely say that a majority of my days, I was at peace and I was joyful. Even though I had bill collectors calling my phone nonstop every single day. And... It would be times where the enemy would try to use that to get me upset or whatever. And I'd be like, no, I'm I'm not going to do it. And I would ask myself, Brianna, in this moment right now, is there anything that you can do to change your circumstances? Is there anything that you can genuinely do that you know is not going against what God has told you in order to change your circumstances and if the answer was no there is not well guess what I'm not gonna worry about it because God's word tells us not to worry God's word in Matthew 6 which I had to read that quite often and I still read that quite often now God's word tells us not to worry about anything and you know what I'm actually gonna find Matthew 6 and I'm actually going to read that because um this is one of my favorite scriptures Matthew 6, starting at verse 25. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? Come on. That was Matthew 6, um, 25 through 27. God's word explicitly tells us, do not worry about these things. Don't worry about food or drink or about your body. Like, God feeds the birds in the air. And one of my favorite things to go and look at or to just embrace is nature. But most importantly, the sky. The sky is one of the most beautiful, magnificent um, creation of God that I love to just, I love to just embrace. I love to just look at it and just, it just overwhelms me with a peace and just a joy. Like, wow, God, this is amazing. This is beautiful. This is so grand. Like, in the grand scheme of things, like, you know, even though I'm so small in the grander scheme of all that God has created, God still cares about me. God still cares about me so much to provide for me every single day. The same way that God cares so much about the birds he created. And he cares more about us than he does about animals. Of course, God created everything and God loves animals as well. But God loves me and you, human beings, man and woman, 
way more than he loves the animals. And even the animals do not lack. You don't see squirrels putting nuts in, in little book bags or, you know, putting them in, you know, little whatever the case may be in order to save them for later. Like squirrels don't have houses where they can just go to and just pack their stuff, um, you know, in houses or whatever. And I know that, that animals have different ways of storing their food. Yes, this is true. But at the end of the day, like these animals don't worry about if they're going to eat. They just, uh, they just know that, that they're going to eat. So in the same way, it's like we, we have to remind ourselves, we have to choose to remind ourselves like, hey, am I going to choose joy and peace and righteousness today? Or am I going to choose misery and sorrow and condemnation and worry? Because it says in verse 27, who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? That also was a big thing that I focused on, too, is like if I'm worrying, is it going to change anything? If I'm worrying, is it going to put for every hour that I worry, is, is it going to put $1,000 in my bank account and, and help me in my financial, you know, a struggle right now? If for every hour I worry, is it going to, you know, um, add anything positive to my life? No, if anything, worrying just drains you. And worrying not only drains you mentally and emotionally and spiritually, but it drains you physically too. Worrying affects your heart. It affects your health. And that's why especially I had to really like let go of anxiety. I used to have anxiety. I used to, um, you know, have anxiety attacks quite often, especially at the first school I worked at. It was a very um, toxic in- environment. It was an alternative school. And I was only there because God sent me there. And I believed and I knew that God sent me there for a purpose. But it was a very toxic place. And I had a lot of anxiety and I had to finally give it over to God because I'm like, I can't tell God, okay, I'm going to give you, I'll I'll give everything to you, God. I'll lay all my cares at your feet and then I still have a few things in my hands. That's not how that works. God says to to bring all your cares unto him because he cares for you. You got to bring all your cares unto him. And I I had to do the same thing. Because it's times where I, I'll go back to anxiety and I'll go back and I'll pick it up and God has to like slap it out of my hands. Like, no, put it back down. Or, or if I go to pick up doubt or, you know, um, insecurities, lack of self-confidence, fear, God is like, nope, put it back down and slaps it out of my hand. Because we're not meant to carry these things. We were never meant to carry these things. We were meant to enjoy life. And yes, life has its trials and its tribulations because this is a broken and sinful world. These things are going to happen. But we as God's children, we can trust and believe in the fact that even when these things happen, that our Heavenly Father has us in the palm of His hands and that we have nothing to worry about. We have nothing to fear. Because no matter how bad it looks, it will not destroy us no weapon formed against us will prosper the enemy is going to form many weapons but they're not going to prosper that means that they're not going to succeed they're not going to destroy us at all every day that you wake up is a reminder to you that God is not finished with you with you yet it's a reminder to you that your purpose has not been fulfilled yet so take each day as a blessing that it is the tragic loss of someone that was very near and dear to my heart 
was a big reminder because it's like we know these things we know like we have the sayings life is short live life to the fullest you know uh, each day is is a blessing Don't, don't take it for granted we know these things but it's like we get so caught up in just the everyday of living we get so caught up in every day of just like you know having having to go to work take care of take care of things um within our own lives and you know on top of all of the different struggles and trials that we have you sometimes forget in the grand scheme of things that hey like this is a blessing that I'm, I'm even here today even if your day was not like the even if your day was not the greatest because you know you, you got to work late and somebody cuts you off and and you spilled your your coffee all in your car and then you get, you know, chewed out by your boss and blah, 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 blah. Like, and this just seems like it's a domino effect of, you know, just negative things in your life. Keep in mind that you're not here by accident. Every day that you wake up is a blessing from God for a reason. God does things in his perfect timing. He is sovereign. And to us, we don't understand. To us, we're like, God, you know, I've been doing A, B, C, D. I've been saying obedient and faithful to you. Why aren't things working out for me? Like, why do I suffer as a child of God? Why do I suffer? And you know, we God's word tells us that 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 the just that rain falls on the just and the unjust. That because this world is broken, that of course we're gonna have we're gonna have struggles and trials just like a person that is not saved. Because we're not immune to things um to the sins of this world, we're not immune to the obstacles of the enemy. But again, we can trust in the fact that God is our heavenly father. And that when these weapons form against us, that because he protects us and keeps us, that they're not going to prosper. And it might seem like, oh, you know, like these weapons are prospering because things aren't going your way. But I promise you it's not. I promise you that God is working behind the scenes. God is working behind those closed curtains so that when it's time for lights, camera, action, that you are going to see the fullness and the entirety of all that God was doing behind the scenes. He's working. And in his sovereignty, he knows the exact moment, the exact time, the exact place, the exact thing that you and I will need exactly when we need it. I'm feeling disappointed because I'm like, God, I thought that I was going to meet my husband by now. It's been all this time. Like, what's taking so long? And God has not revealed to me as of yet why it's taking so long, what the reasoning is. But I got to think back on the goodness and the faithfulness of God. I got to think back on what he's brought me from before. And I got to think back that during the times where I was not sure about when I was going to get hired, And I wasn't sure about why it was taking so long. I had to just trust in God and trust in his sovereignty and say, okay, God, I don't know what's taking so long. I don't know what, what, you know, obstacles the enemy might be trying to throw my way. I don't know, you know, what, what, um, battles you're facing on my behalf for me. Like what battles you, you are, you know, um, you are fighting for me. I don't I don't know, but but you know, but I do know that you're my heavenly father whom I love and whom I can place all of my trust and cares upon because you love me abundantly. And there's nothing that can separate us from the love of God. And so for whoever this is that it's like me and you're hoping for something, whether it's a job, whether it's a promotion, whether it's, you know, financial uh prosperity, whether it's 
um, your, your kingdom spouse, whether it's a child, whatever it is, just remember that God loves you more than anything. And you cannot do anything to make him love you any more or any less. And that God is working for you. That God is working on your behalf. And so the more that the enemy attacks you, just know that that means that what God has in store for you is bigger than you can imagine. It's bigger than what you even asked him for. That what he's doing in your life, what he's using you to do is bigger than you even can understand. The enemy would not be attacking you. The enemy would not be coming against you so often and so hard if he did not see what God is not only going to do through you and for you, but what he's currently doing through you and for you. So please stay encouraged. Please stay inspired by God's word. Please choose peace and love and joy and righteousness each day. Choose God every single day. And it's not going to be easy. But thankfully, when you choose God, like, every single day, it's the best choice you'll ever make in your life. And when you choose him every single day, he will provide you with all that you need for each day. He will provide you with everything that you need to make it each and every single day. He'll, he knows exactly what you're going to face each day. So he knows exactly how much strength, how much courage, how much you know, patience to give you for that day because he's already seen all of your days. Your days are, are, are numbered. Your days have already been planned out before you even formed in your mother's womb. He already knew what each day of your life was going to look like. So God is not surprised when things happen, when, when obstacles come up. We're surprised, but he's not. And that's when we have to choose, like, okay, God, am I going to get upset and get frustrated and get angry over this obstacle? And get angry over the setback, or am I going to come to you, bring it to you? And it's okay to feel those emotions, but don't stay in it. After you feel those things, or even in those moments as you're feeling those things, bring it to God, talk to God about it, ask Him, like, God, what's going on? Or just, you know, just pour your heart out to Him, and He's listening. He, he's ans- He's going to answer your prayers. I promise you, He is. But you got to choose God and you, you got to choose to trust in God and not get frustrated and not get overwhelmed and not let obstacles or not let, you know, trials and struggles get the best of you because God is working. God is working. And as his children, we're going to receive all the promises that he has in store for us because they're promises. And all his promises are yes and Amen. Please keep that in mind. And I don't know who this is for, but you got to keep going. You got to keep going. You've come too far to give up now. God has brought you too far for you to give up now, for you to turn around. Don't give the enemy the satisfaction. You belong to God. And God has a greater purpose for you than you can probably even realize. Continue to walk in your purpose so that your purpose is fulfilled and that you do not leave this earth not doing all of what God has called you to do. Not living in the fullness of all that God has in store for you and your life and those that are in your life and that will be in your life one day. Continue to choose to look to God above all else. 
And he will never leave you or forsake you. He will never disappoint you, ever. And so I hope and pray that this has encouraged you guys. It has definitely encouraged me. And God is so good. The Holy Spirit is so awesome. And I thank him for it. So before I close out, um, first and foremost, if you want to just, you know, say hey, or if you have any prayer requests or anything that you want me to talk about, please feel free to email me at briannag95 at gmail.com. That's B-R-I-A-N-A-G at G. 95 at gmail.com. I apparently don't know my own email. I gotta get my life together. And I'm going to go ahead and also um, say the closing prayer. And for those of you that are new, at the end of every podcast, I also say a prayer for anybody that is unsaved that would like to give their life to Christ um, today, tonight, whatever time period you're in. So if you're interested in that, if, if you know, you're feeling convicted in your heart and you want to give your life over to Christ, then stick around. For that part of the prayer as well. So before we pray. I'll go ahead and get to your prayer posture. For me please and thank you. Dear Heavenly Father. Thank you for this time. That I have spent with. Those who are listening right now Lord. Whether they are saved or unsaved Lord. Either way it goes. You love them. And I love them. That is what's important Lord Jesus. And so I pray that. What we have talked about has blessed them the same way that it has blessed me and encouraged them as well. The same way it's encouraged me. Um, Touch their hearts and minds and their spirits, Lord, and give them the revelation that they need, Lord Jesus. You know exactly what they're dealing with and what is going on in their lives, Lord. And you know exactly what they need. And I know that you are going to provide them with exactly what they need right now in this moment. Right now in this day, Lord. Thank you above all else for who you are. In your holy and precious name we pray, amen. Now for those of you that are unsaved and would like to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I'm talking so fast. Slow down, Brianna. I'm sorry. Um, Here's a prayer for you to say. God, thank you for sending your son as a sacrifice for my sins. I believe he lived, died, and rose again just for me. Please change, transform, and renew me. I accept you now. Amen. So if you prayed that prayer for the first time, congratulations. Round of applause. You are now saved. You are you are now a part of this big, beautiful family. And the angels in heaven right now are rejoicing. Yes, all of the angels in heaven right now are rejoicing over you being saved. Because that's how important your salvation is to God. That's how important it is to God that you have a relationship with him because he loves you just that much. So if you need to talk to me about anything or ask me any questions, you know, just to reach out to me on my email. Also, the song recommendation of the week. I always give you guys um, a song of the week. So it is Isaiah's song by Maverick City Music. That song over these past few weeks has been such a blessing to me. Like, oh my gosh. I love Maverick City music in general. But I especially love Chandler Moore, who um, is singing this song. 
and it's just it's a real it's a it's a blessing and I really hope that it blesses you guys um if you choose to listen to it it's really really good um so yeah I've enjoyed this time I hope that you guys did too and I know that this is again a rough uncut podcast but I still hope that you guys enjoyed it anyways and I love you all so so much and so does God your heavenly father and please remember that growth is still growth even if you only take baby steps have a blessed day or night and I will see you guys see you guys I will talk to you guys next time